Hey, welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, October 10th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy and very excited to uh, be be uh, on the debut podcast with our newest DFS pro. He is very high level. We're very excited to add him over here at Win Daily. Maybe you read his debut column yesterday. You still can. Uh, Javier Prolezzo. Uh, Javier, welcome to the team and excited to have you on the podcast with me today. Hey, Scott. Good to be on the team. Excited to be here today as well. Appreciate it. So, so Javi, uh, you're a very accomplished uh, DFS player. Why don't you uh, lay out some of your credentials and accomplishments before we get rolling into this uh, into these uh, slates that we're going to talk about? Most definitely. So, uh, most recently, the biggest accomplishment was I, I qualified for the WFPC here, the, the live final for baseball in San Diego, which uh, ironically is um, where I live now. So that was uh, the, the biggest accomplishment. And then on top of that, um, a few uh, five digger, five finger uh, finishes here um, in uh, this this past year in baseball. So most recently, September first and second, I, I played in a, a big tournament where I, I placed twenty five grand in uh, both of those, and then. Uh, most recently last week, uh, $40,000 finish, second place finish in, uh, in a football tournament. So it's, a it's a very exciting time. And I'll, I'll say this much. I'm uh, pretty prepped up for the wedding too. Pretty saved up. So. Oh, okay. We wasn't aware that was on the way. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Uh, sir. I guess that's your biggest victory so far. Okay. Uh, what's, what's been your biggest football victory of all time? Um, it was actually tied with yesterday. And then last year I had a, a similar finish. Um, on top of that too, where I, I, I forgot to mention, I have, uh, four live final tickets for Puerto Rico for football, uh, for the FanDuel live championship as well. So I've already qualified with that and we're only a few weeks into the football season with, uh, with more to go. So, so tonight's showdown slate is, uh, it's an iffy one. Uh, mainly because of the weather, you know, looking at NFLweather.com and been monitoring it, we're seeing it's, you know, there could be light rain, there could be drizzle, but the real concern is, is that there could be 16 to 17 mile an hour winds. And from what we know, anything in the 15 to 20 range can play havoc with the passing game. Uh, you know, in addition to that, you don't know what's going on in running back and, you know, in certain teams, Etc. You know, this looks like it's going to be a dicey showdown slate tonight. Oh yeah, um, I, I'll tell you this much. Uh, I would, given the wind, I would avoid kickers at all costs. I know um, a lot of people like to put kickers in the the captain spot, and I think um, you know, given the Patriots and their offense, a lot of people might go that route to be uh, contrarian and different. Um, I wouldn't even roster a kicker for either team. Um, I don't. I don't think they're going to go for field goal attempts to be honest, um, and they'll be lucky to make a few extra points. I know they're, they're pros out there, but it's going to be uh, – th- that's something I'm going to avoid. It's a, it's a definite fade for me. Um, and then th- that being said, uh, given the Giants and how many injuries there are going on there, I, I'm not going to be high on the Giants at all. It's going to be mainly the Patriots. I know that's going to be the chalk, really, um, but the key is just being different in the captain slate, and that's where – I have found my success. So that's what I'm leaning towards, Scott. Uh, 
And I, I you know, I, I'm going to stand by that for sure, especially with the the wind. Yeah, with the wind, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to see a high. We're going to see a high scoring game necessarily tonight, Javi. Uh, you know, I could see something like seventeen to nine, twenty to nine, or something like that. It's it and it, it's really hard to predict where the points are going to come from in any of the weather conditions like this. I mean, it's not a torrential downpour that we're expecting, but wind what plays the most havoc is you know we've been we've been repeating here to this point. Uh, you know, what, what are your general strategies uh, for showdown success? Yeah, um, so I'm mainly a GPP guy instead of a, a cash game guy. And Me with too. showdowns, yeah, with, with showdowns especially as well, um, it's it's not the easiest. Um, and my, my strategy is really just being contrarian. So um, I'll, I'll look at different ownership projections. I'll look at my own projections. And from there... Um, I'll, I'll pick a guy that I, I don't see as I'll, I'll find someone in the 10 to 15% rage for the captain spot and then f- build my lineup based off that. And what I'll do is I'll build, and I mainly do this by hand is I'll build about 50 to 60, uh, lineups in the showdown slate and try different people at the captain's spot, including probably like five lineups where I'll focus on the chalk as well. So um, I, I expect Brady and Michelle to be, you know, heavy focus on the captain spot today. Um, ways to be different is probably, you know, they won't pass it as much, but Josh Gordon could be contrarian. Um, Brandon Bolden, which is being involved in the offense. So just finding those uh, lower owned guys. That's how I focus it. Yeah, well, Brady's probably going to be chalk, like you said tonight. It's mm-hmm. seventeen thousand seven hundred on DraftKings, and you'll have the FanDuel prices for our listeners. Uh, he, he is the chalk, but you know, with this kind of wind, you got to roll out multiple lineups because you got to put somebody else in the captain spot here. Uh, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle is seventy six hundred on DraftKings, but you know, with Rex Burkhead coming back you know, that could cut into his work. It's going to be very hard to read that uh, that captain slot there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe the way to go is James White uh, at 6,800. And if you're using him as a captain, uh, you have to pay 10,200 because you're talking probably about maybe the most utilized uh, running back for the Patriots. And even if the weather is not good, they can flare the, the ball out to him. You know, in the passing game, the only thing is you don't know if he's going to get in the end zone because they never use him from short range unless it's the occasional, you know, inside handoff or pitch, uh, you know, to keep the defense off balance because they're, they're going to run out of a passing set. So Brady's the chalk, but with the wind, it's kind of dangerous. And it's 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 kind of dicey, really, to find, you know, that that uh, contrarian uh, contrarian play for captain spot that I've been searching for. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 100% agree with you on that. Um, uh, it's just given the Giants' defense, I think people are still going to lean that way. So uh, I agree. It's not a good. It's not the best play to put Brady at the captain spot. Um, Brady is on uh, on Fanduel sixteen thousand, which is the most expensive by a ton, um, and it's it's tough to build a lineup with that. So. Um, where, where I'm leaning today is, as you mentioned, Rex Burkhead. He's only 7,500 on FanDuel. Um, I mentioned you can be contrarian with Brandon Bolden, who's also 7,500. 
Um, if I had to choose between those two, I would focus on on Burkhead most likely because it seems like he's been cutting into Sony Michelle the most. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. That, that's those are the two that I would focus on to be contrarian. And then um, I, I honestly, my personal opinion, I'm going to focus most likely on four Patriots and a Giant. You know, on uh, on Fanduel we have the MVP slot and then four flex spots. Um, for me, it's going to be uh, mainly Patriots. Uh, I think just the Giants are hurt. It's it's going to be a tough game for uh, for their offense, especially in the win. Um, to be different, also you can go. Um, it's not my favorite play, but John Hilleman, who's going to be the starter today. Um, he he projects well. Um, Daniel Jones does like to throw the running back a lot. Um, he's only eight thousand on Fanduel, so he's he's a, he's a very good price. So you can definitely put him in the cap in the MVP spot. And then build around, you know, four Patriots in the flex. So, yeah, Bolden is twenty one hundred on DraftKings, but uh, he still only saw, I believe, about less than just under a dozen snaps last week, mm. and he did score. But the only reason I think he was involved was because Burkhead was out. So right. you really can't count on him seeing the field at all tonight. You know, he's mainly a special teamer. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah. I- I agree with you. Um, he's not getting high snap counts, but um, I mean, you, you don't know what the Patriots running backs. They, they have literally, um, you know, four running backs. Um, so it is tough. And I, I think Brandon Bolden is my least favorite. It's just some, something you could do to be different. So. Yeah. I It's very, very, very risky, though, because I think mm-hmm. it's more three than four. But, hey, if you differentiate yourself – uh, you know, that's that's what we're looking for. Julian, Julian Edelman's 10,400 on DraftKings. Uh, you know, listed as questionable, as is Gordon. Uh, if we're going to be chalky, Edelman has been good. But uh, Gordon, Gordon really has been, been a big disappointment this year and hasn't taken advantage of the good matchups, too. So uh, it's almost like he's a contrarian play. How are you feeling about these two wide receivers tonight? Yeah, on uh, on FanDuel, Julian Edelman is uh, the second highest uh, priced. He is at thirteen five. So uh, I probably won't use him in the MVP slot. I'll, I'll probably throw a few lineups with him in the flex. It's, it's just his price scares me. Um, Josh Gordon, who I was very high on in season long leagues, uh, as you can see, he's a uh, he's been very disappointing to say the least. I I do like Gordon. Um, Today, especially on FanDuel, his price tag is only ninety five hundred. So I think it's a uh, he's going to be in my MVP slot for quite a few lineups actually, and I think it will be contrarian just because he's been struggling. So uh, I like to play a lot, especially Josh Gordon MVP. Yeah, and uh, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned Burkhead. He's just thirty four hundred on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, uh, and then Jonathan Hilleman, uh, you figure he'd get a lot of the carries there tonight. He's 5,800 on DraftKings. Uh, Golden Tate is 5,100. Uh, Darius Slayton, 6,000. Are there any Giants that you're identifying for tonight? Yeah, I, I think the one that interests me the most is, is Jonathan Hilleman. Um, again, he's on FanDuel, he's 8,000. Um, the only other one, I'm not high on Slayton. He is 8,500 on FanDuel as well. Um, he's actually more expensive than Golden Tate, who's 8,000 on FanDuel. Um, I'd probably lean more Golden Tate than Slayton, but 
Uh, I think to be different, I would also put Daniel Jones uh, in there at the MVP slot. I think everyone's going to go to Brady. Uh, given New England's defense, which is a top defense in the league, uh, I don't think many are going to play Daniel Jones. So I'll have a few lineups with him as well. Uh, not as many. Uh, but again, my my primary build is going to be one Giant and four Patriots, most likely. Um, I'll have a few with two Giants just to be contrarian. What about Elijah Penny at 3,200? You know, maybe they'll give him some goal line carries. Um, yeah, I'm not too that, that, can, that can be a dif- differentiator. He's, he's very physical. Yeah. Uh, on FanDuel, there's only a $5,000 difference between Hilleman and Penny. So Elijah Penny is 7,500. Hilleman is 8,000. I, I would just go the Hilleman route, spend the extra five grand personally on FanDuel. What about Darius Slayton at $6,000? Um, you know, he's, he's coming off a 62-yard game. He's had an 80, 80-yard game this year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, you know, with Evan Ingram out, uh, Sterling Shepard out, um, they're, they're going to have to pass to someone, right? Um, I, yeah. I see a lot of dink and dump to uh, John Jonathan Hillman, personally. Um, it's it's tough to, to say if... Um, you know, Slane or Tate will get it. So I'll, I'll probably mix it up. I'll probably have 50% Slane and 50% Tate because uh, I honestly don't know which way they're going to go. Um, and, and as I mentioned, you know, um, I, I believe uh, Gilmore is going to be shadowing more Slayton. Uh, I, could, I could be wrong on that, but, um, you know, he's one of the top DBs in the league. I, I'm going to try to avoid his side of the his side of things, depending on who he's shadowing. This is the Wind Daily Podcast with Scott Engel and Javi Prezello, our new DFS pro. Uh, you, you, how much you exposure are you going to have to the Patriots defense at 6,200 on DraftKings? Uh, that's going to be a popular play, I believe. Yeah, on DraftKings, so uh, I, I would, I'm, I'm going to be high on them. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I think uh, given the, the defense that they have, given the, the Giants offense, how broken they are, just with all the injuries, um, I, I will have very high exposure to the Patriots' defense. So um, I'll, I'll definitely have quite a few lineups with them in there. But again, uh, my focus is going to be mainly Patriots, minimal Giants. So yeah, well, I'm, uh, you know, it, it, if you, you you try to find any more punt plays, you, you mentioned Bolden. Uh, what do you feel about uh, Ben Watson? He's only a thousand dollars. Yeah. I, I, I'm not too high on that. I don't. I don't know. Um, I know they uh, they mentioned him last week, and he. I don't, I don't think he played, and they were talking about releasing him, and I, I believe he got released too. I, I could be yeah. incorrect. So that's why. Um, that's what. That's why I wanted wanted to bring him up because for some reason, because he was good like four years ago. Uh, you know, people talk about Ben Watson all the time. Uh, and actually, he did become a free agent the other day. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think I think we need to cover that. And Damian Harris is only six hundred dollars, but he might not be active at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I just fade that altogether. Yeah. Well, here's here's a here's one lineup that I built. Uh, it's Brady, Edelman, Gordon, Burkhead, Hilleman, and Elijah Penny as my uh as my punt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it could work out, especially with uh, with Penny, because uh, we don't know uh, 
We don't know who's going to get the majority of the carries. They're saying Hilleman, but it could be Penny. So I, I do like that. Yeah, I I would think I, – I would be surprised if it's Hilleman to get it outside the 20 and maybe Penny to get a few cracks at the goal line if they are able to move it down there. Because okay. you know, if anything, I think Penny, Penny is a goal line short yardage physical type of runner. Do you have a favorite lineup for tonight? Yeah, uh, my favorite lineup. So, so for for cash, um, my favorite lineup right now. I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Tom Brady at the captain spot. I think it's gonna be um, very popular. It's gonna be the, the the cash lineup, given the wind. It it is what it is. Um, and then um, in the flex spot, I'm gonna have Josh Gordon, uh, Jonathan Hilleman, and then I'll mix it up between. Um, you know, Julian Edelman, Sonny Michelle, and Daniel Jones. So I know I mentioned too many there, but I would put Daniel Jones in there um, over Julian Edelman or Daniel Jones over Josh Gordon. So that's that's the the main cash play. Um, to be, I guess, the, the contrarian play um, for me, it would be uh, Jonathan Hilleman in the MVP slot. And then... I'm leaning towards this lineup that I like a lot that includes uh, Burkhead, which we were talking about. So it's going to be Rex Burkhead, James White, Tom Brady, and Daniel Jones. So that's my contrarian one where I have Hilleman, MVP, three Patriots, one Giant. And I think that's not going to be as popular. So. No, uh, Jonathan Hillman is in the captain spot. I don't, I don't think it's going to be uh, yeah. necessarily popular. Yeah. So, how 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 early do you start preparing for the Sunday slate? Uh, I start as early as uh, Tuesday Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So, um, I'm always looking at, um, you know, what what the matchups are, what Vegas's implied totals are, and then focusing on, um, you know, who I like for the week based off the defenses that are being played against. So, all right. So we covered running backs yesterday with. Uh, with uh, with John L. Let's give a quick rundown to wide receivers tonight. Some guys I'm liking. Uh, obviously, Julio Jones, the hip injury. We'll have to watch the injury report. Uh, check out our Edwin Porras uh, for updates, both on, on the site and in Slack. Uh, you get premium gold subscription. You can even talk to Javi in Slack and our other DFS pros, David Jones, Jason Mizrahi, uh, Daniel Ware. Uh, Julio's 8,000 top of the list. Michael Thomas, if they get, uh, you know, if they get Jalen Ramsey back, uh, you know, maybe not the greatest play. I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is the big week for him. Uh, and a lot of people are going to have him in their lineups, uh, going against Kansas city at 7,400 Cooper cups, got a tough matchup at 7,100. I'm loving Amari Cooper at 7,000 among the, top-ranked wide receivers. But probably of those I mentioned, I'd probably uh, probably Cooper and Hopkins are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm very high on Hopkins. I think after Fuller's week last week, um, you know, Fuller was due. He hadn't had a, a great week until last week, and I was very high on him against a susceptible Atlanta defense. Um, I'm very high on DeAndre Hopkins this week. I think he's due for a, a breakout game. He's playing against the Kansas City team that's not the greatest defense. Um, and they are better this year, but um, I think this is DeAndre Hopkins' uh, game to break out. And he is uh, 
he's the second highest um, priced player from the wide receiver standpoint. He's at a eighty four hundred on FanDuel. Um, you, you mentioned Cooper. I am a fan of him. I think um, he won't be as popular, so I, I do like that play as well, especially in tournaments. Um, but I think the the one to watch definitely is Tyree Kill. I, if he plays this week, I'm going to be all over him. Um, he's only 7,400 on FanDuel, and I, I think he's going to be uh, a key play. Even though he's missed a few weeks, I don't I don't see them limiting him. I think he's going to be no, uh, he's going to go off against Houston. They're not going to bring him back until he's ready. They've been very careful with him, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of teams have played zone against Patrick Mahomes, and he hasn't mm-hmm. been able to get his timing down with these other receivers on a consistent basis. You know, Tyreek Hill is a key to him beating man coverage and this defense, this offense bouncing back from what they did last week. I like Odell Beckham Jr. at 6,800. I feel uh, like this, you know, that they can strategically set up ways, you know, to have him burn the Seattle secondary. Uh, Adam Thielen, good play at 6,700. Uh, Tyler Lockett is 6,400. We'll have to wait and see uh, what the uh, the corners uh, are looking like health-wise uh, in Cleveland, but they are trending towards returning. Uh, Tyler Boyd is a really good matchup at 6,300. So, you know, within that, and you mentioned Will Fuller at 6,000. Uh, I think he doesn't have the type of game he did last week, but he's still a great play. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald going against uh, Atlanta. I think he'll roll up some catches, good for cash games, but he doesn't get in the end zone enough. Uh, you know, I would say out of that group that I, I just spoke about, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, into Beckham this week, I think. Thielen uh, is, an, is an excellent play as well, probably my two favorites from that group. Yeah, definitely. So I, uh, you mentioned one guy that, that stood out the most, and I think uh, that player is, is Tyler Lockett. Um, on FanDuel, he is 6,300. He is very underpriced. Uh, against, yeah, uh, just 64 on DraftKings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's – you got to lock him up in all your lineups. I think he's a he's a core play for me and, and, and the majority of my lineups, even my GPP lineups. He's going to be – he projects to be fairly highly owned because of his uh, price tag, but I think – you need to lock him. The, the ter- they're just he's Russell Wilson. That's his favorite receiver. He's the new Doug Baldwin, I guess you can say this yeah, year for the he's playing. He's playing. He's playing that 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 role that Baldwin used to play. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. He's he's one of my favorite plays for this slate. Um, someone you didn't mention. I think he's a little overpriced on DraftKings. Uh, I don't have the exact pricing, but um, I, I do like Marquise Brown a lot on uh, on Fanduel. He's only fifty eight hundred. Um, again, another one with where Lamar Jackson's forcing the ball in there he's uh playing against cincinnati who's ranks bottom uh in the defensive categories uh points allowed uh receivers um etc etc and i think he's uh he's locked and loaded to have a good game he's had a a few bad weeks in a row just like lamar jackson has but i think he's due for for a breakout game as well so um that's somebody that i would target in in fan duel um you mentioned uh, yeah, Odell Yeah, 6,200 on DraftKings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty expensive on Draft. I think he's a little too much on DraftKings. On, on FanDuel at 5,800, I, I think that's a that's a steal, especially his target share. So, yeah. um, And then the last one I just want to focus on is is Larry Fitzgerald. It, it all depends if Christian Kirk's going to play or not. But if – I know he let us down last week, but he's playing against Atlanta this week, and we saw what Will Fuller did last week. Um, on FanDuel, he's 5,600. So uh, I, 
he's going to be a, another key play for me. But it all depends on Christian Kirk. If Christian Kirk is out, I'm locked and loaded on Fitzgerald's um, against Atlanta. But if not, then I might shy away from it a little bit. Yeah, um, moving under the 6,000 range on DraftKings, you mentioned Marquise Brown. 6,200, more of a tournament play for me because he's been very inconsistent as a rookie. So, you know, that that does concern me, the consistency, you know, matter, no matter what the matchup is. Uh, 6,000, you know, Terry McLaurin against the Miami Dolphins. Like him at 6,000. Stefan Diggs is one of my favorite plays going against that Eagles secondary that allows the third most pa- uh, receiving yards, uh, third most passing yards in the NFC. Uh, you know, when one receiver goes off uh, one week, sometimes you see the following guy go off the following week. And uh, the old squeaky wheel narrative, I think, you know, it's Stefan Diggs' turn. So I like Stefan Diggs a lot this week. Calvin Ridley after like the matchup against Arizona, but we've seen instances where Ridley hasn't taken advantage of the matchup. One of my favorite values is uh, Michael Gallup against the Jets at 5,600. I feel like he very, very much uh, underpriced. Uh, one of my favorite plays in that 5,000 range uh, on, on DraftKings. Definitely, yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs, uh, I'm locked and loaded on him. I think uh, there's a lot of drama happening, obviously, in the Vikings locker room and uh, Stefan Diggs has voiced his uh, displeasures to say the least. Um, he's fifty eight hundred on FanDuel. I am uh, I'm all in on that one as well. I think he's just similar to DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown. He's he's due for a breakout game. I think uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, it's good to see that he's finally alive and kicking. So uh, I am all over Stefan Diggs as well, especially at uh, fifty eight hundred. So. Um, another play in, uh, that I like is Jameson Crowder. Uh, I know Dallas's pass defense ranks one of the, the better ones, but uh, he's only 5,400 on FanDuel. Um, the first game that Darnold, or the first game of the season when Darnold was playing, uh, he targeted Jameson Crowder, I believe it was about 13 times. So uh, I, mean, I think it's, he's one of his favorite receivers, and he's, he's a good value play at 5,400. So um, give me some, give me some Jamison Crowder as well, Scott. Some other possible value plays. Paul Richardson might not be widely owned. Forty nine hundred. DK Metcalf always capable of hitting the home run there uh, at forty seven hundred. So he, he's another guy that uh, you certainly got to consider. Preston Williams is uh, just forty one hundred, and Devontae Parker is just forty two hundred. Uh, you know, going against that Washington secondary, those are. Those are some of my favorite value plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Preston Williams and uh, Devontae Parker are way too cheap on drafting. So um, I'll definitely Byron Pringles is 3,500. Yep. Yeah. It's all uh, all depending on Sammy Watkins' news. I, I think he's still pretty banged up as well. So yeah. Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill. So. Yes. So any other value plays that uh, you like? Yeah, on on FanDuel, I think uh, one other one that could be sneaky is uh, Marquise Goodwin. He's he's getting a, a decent uh, amount of looks from Jimmy Garoppolo. He's fifty two hundred on FanDuel. I won't have him as much. I think he's more of a GPP play. But I think um, you know this Rams defense is is pretty overrated in my opinion. Um, you know, Jameis Winston lit him up. Uh, uh, I think it's a lot of long coverages last week. Yeah. 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 So I think uh, Marquise Goodwin for the 49ers at 5,200. He's a good value play as well. Um, and as I mentioned, 
Jameson Crowder, 5,400 is a good one. And then lastly, uh, D.D. Westbrook at 5,400 against the Saints. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Just with that Rams 49ers game, I feel like you know, some teams uh, are not able to fix their problems from week to week. But mm-hmm. I feel like that 49ers-Rams game might be lower scoring because, you know, mm-hmm. the Rams really want to tighten up what's, what's – uh, What's not working well on defense, the secondary, you know, the receivers are of the 49ers are not big threats. So uh, I think that game concerns me from a fantasy output perspective. Yeah, I agree. It's it's going to be more GPP play, um, that game, um, just on both sides. I think, um, you know, the 49ers defense could be for real. I mean, it's only been four games in, but they looked – a hundred percent better than last year. So uh, I'm a little scared to use any, anybody from the, the Ram side. And then um, the receivers are, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a flip of the coin. You don't know if it's going to be Devo Samuel or Marquise Goodwin. Uh, again, it's a GPP play. If you want to play the 49ers side. All right. Uh, Javi, where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, they can follow me at, at Javi underscore Perlezzo. Um, I'm, I'm on the Slack channel all, all the time as well. Um, with any football help, any hockey help, whatever you need. So um, follow me on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter with any messages. Tweet me out. I'm, I'm always on there. So Yeah, get that premium gold subscriptions, and uh, Javi's next column will be dropping on Win Daily on Friday. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, tomorrow will be the DFS Pro Podcast with Jason Mizrahi and the crew. Thanks a lot for listening.